Welcome to the Coffee and Chi Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Lashan, where we talk to people who are raising the vibration of the planet. As a high vibe entrepreneur myself, I get to cross paths every day with amazing change makers, people who are living in alignment with their life purpose. Let's fill our coffee cup and get that high vibe energy flowing. Welcome back, high vibe beings. Today we talk about time management. Do you ever feel like there's just not enough time in a day to do all the things that you want to do, but then maybe you see others who seem to just go about their day with ease, appear to have so much extra time, and what would you do with extra hours in a week? Well, we all have the same amount of time in a day. So in order for us to take control of that time, we have the perfect person here who's going to help us with this. Time management is a tool. It's here to help us create strong boundaries, honor our time, honor our priorities, and it's just really awesome self-care. So taking some time to think about this topic can gift you with many more hours down the line. Francesca Waltonski is a time management coach. Today, we're going to get you thinking about how you could use some extra hours in your day, how you could find those extra hours. Francesca glows of high vibe energy. She's been here before in in episode 30. So if you haven't checked that out, hop on over there after listening to this episode. And don't forget to like our podcast and also follow Francesca on social media as well. The links to connect with her will be below in the show notes. So here we go. Welcome back, Francesca. It's so great to see you again. Thanks, Lori. I'm so excited to be back on your podcast. How fun. <laughs> Before we get started, what is in your coffee cup this morning? Yeah, so I am drinking a decaf hazelnut latte with some oat milk. Yum. You know, it's so funny you say that because I have been really enjoying the nutty flavors, which I, mm-hmm. I like don't usually put a lot of flavor in my coffees, mm-hmm. but loving it with oat milk. I just... I don't know. I love the two flavors together for some reason. It's super delicious. (laughs) Yeah. It feels like it's kind of that mix between a little, almost a little bit of earthy, but then some sweetness. And I kind of like having the like in between. Yeah. Yeah. Now I kind of want to go get one right now. That's (laughs) (laughs) you brought it up. Um, So we are talking about time management. You are the routine queen, the time management guru. I'm so happy you're here because with, I mean, taking care of ourselves to manage our time is so important. What are some tips that you can give us for time management? It's always really important to start with mindset. A lot of people will go to the strategies first and they'll just like Google all the time hacks and they'll try them out. And what I've seen happen time after time is the, the like get excited about those time hacks, maybe for a week or two. And then it's just, they kind of like let go of them. It's like, oh, this isn't working. Starting with the mindset, um, and, and one I'll talk about right now is um, our society here in North America tends to be very linear with time. 
And so you'll, if you start to like, listen to conversations, you'll start to hear what this looks like, but linear time is the idea that there's a start and there's an end. And once you experience part of the timeline, I guess we'll say, or like a moment in time, then it's gone forever. You never get to experience it again. And so this can create all kinds of stress for people. Like maybe it's um, just that they're stressed about how old they are. That could be one thing, or it could be, be that feeling of, I just always need to be like getting ahead of my time because there's this idea that you can run out of it. I know that there feeling. Other cultures that don't <laughs> believe that. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think it's a problem to think about time as linear, but I think that there's other ways we can think about time as well. Like um, some of the Eastern cultures think about time as um, more um, like circular or rhythmic. And so if you think about things like, um, death and birth, or even like our, you know, our cycles, our menstrual cycles or the moon, um, where it comes back again and we are able to like re-experience things. So I love to kind of just like look at all the different perspectives and use that to benefit my mindset, use that to build evidence for me. Um, and what I mean by that is thinking about that I have time for all of my priorities Yeah. and that if I have a moment that I'm really excited about, there's an opportunity for me to re-experience that later as well. And I find that that can really help with taking the pressure off of ourselves, which a lot of us like to do. Yeah. So what are some, some strategies that you would suggest for someone that is feeling all of this overwhelm and feeling like they can't fit everything in, in a day, they can't get to everything. They can't take care of themselves. Yeah. So I always suggest that you start really slow because what I'll see happen is people will dream about having like all these extra hours in their week and maybe circumstantially something happens and um they end up getting an extra hour extra two hours and then what happens is they they sit in that and they're like worrying because they want to use the time like the best that they could possibly could yeah um or they just like do really busy stuff and like not stuff that they actually want to do. Right. And so, um, I think it's important to be aware that we're not trying to do a pendulum swing where we're like so busy all of the time and feeling very overwhelmed and scattered to going to the other side where it's like, Oh, let me just like, I don't know, this is, um, maybe an extreme situation, but like, let me just quit my job and I'll have all the time in the world, right? We want to do something that's very nurturing and kind to our bodies because when we are really, really busy, our central nervous systems tend to be in that fight, flight, freeze mode. And so we want to do something a little bit more gradual 
And so thinking about just like one long-term strategy, and it could be as simple, like if you are like swamped with little kiddos and, you know, you have all these things that are going on, it could just be like learning to breathe for five minutes yeah, and feeling the expansiveness of that. That would be like a really simple strategy that anyone, anyone could do. And it's so powerful too. Oh my gosh. Yes. And you don't need anything. You can do it anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. And adding in some mindset, like one of my favorite go-to ones, you might hear me say this a lot is I have time for all of my priorities. So I don't have time for everything, but I have time for what's important to me. And so just taking time to like find one mindset, one thought that feels empowering because I can share that thought and it feels empowering to me, but there may be other people out there that are listening that are like, you know, I just can't even get to that. Like that feels like too big a leap for me. So finding a thought that's just going to like make you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> and then it helps you, helps motivate you to do the activities that are aligned with, with that thought, with that feeling. Does that make yeah. sense? Oh yeah. So you're kind of aligning the, the feeling and you're aligning the, um, your brain with the intention or the task. Is that exactly, of- exactly. Because when we are thinking thoughts, like I don't have enough time, we're probably feeling pretty scattered and then we're reacting to time that way. It makes it really, really hard to use any strategies at all when you always feel like you don't have enough time. And then you end up creating that same result for yourself. So it's just this like endless cycle of hustle and bustle and hamster wheel and just feeling really inadequate when it comes to your time. We're so hard on ourselves. Oh my goodness. We are. <laughs> So do you have some tips for people who just can't say no? Mm. And so they keep adding things to their schedule. They say yes to everything. (laughs) Do you have any great strategies, tips for that? You know, I think the first thing that I would ask them, and I would really encourage whoever this, this, you know, whoever might resonate with this is just to take some time to, to journal this out. But what is causing you to say yes to everything? And what is that costing you? Oh, yeah. A lot. I was, I don't know if this is an overgeneralization, but I've noticed a lot of women really have trouble saying no sometimes. Oh, true. Yeah. And I feel like there's kind of been some societal pressures that, Mm -hmm have made it even harder, right? Like we're, we're kind of told that we need to be accommodating and um, always be doing things for other people, which like being kind to others is always a great attribute. Yeah. <laughs> but looking at what it, like, what's it costing you? Do you know that feeling when you're like, oh, I just need to fit everything in. And so you're trying to do things faster. And then the faster you do them, you just feel like you have to keep doing things faster. And then you start making mistakes and dropping the balls. 
And then you're like, oh, now I need like an entire day just to recover. Yeah. Oh gosh. The recovery time. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's what I'm talking about. When we have thoughts that make us feel like crap, then it's going to produce results that are like not what we want, right? It's going to create less time for us. When you say that, I think of the, I need a vacation for my vacation. You know, like mm. when you have a vacation and then you come back and you're so exhausted from the vacation that, that now after finally doing that so many times, I have finally figured out I need to give myself an extra day to rest if I go on a vacation that's going to be like that. <laughs> so, yeah. That reminds me of that feeling. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You know, I actually talk to my clients about this all the time. Vacation is like kind of a big deal. And people are always surprised when they have like a day off or a vacation or something. And then they're like, why do I feel so overwhelmed? I don't understand. This is supposed to be relaxing. And then they put pressure on themselves. <laughs> right. But I love what you said. It's like creating that space for yourself, realizing that a vacation um, can be can be stressful, right? Like there's a lot you have to coordinate. Um, there may be, um, tasks that you have to delegate to someone else, you know, while you're away to make sure everything's taken care of. There's a lot going on. And so it's really important to give yourself a day or two days, like at the beginning and at the end, because you need like time to like ramp down your work week and and ramp up vacation and vice versa, ramp out of vacation, ramp up into your work week. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you might be giving your time away to someone else and it's really affecting your family. Right. Or maybe it's affecting your health. Right. So, true. so it's, you know, it's like, we have to practice being comfortable with no. And sometimes we avoid it because when we say the words, we attach meaning to it. And so I might say, I might think, for example, like if I said no to someone for something, oh, they're going to think so poorly of me. Right. They must think that I don't care. Yeah. Right. That would be me. Yes. I would totally like for me, I feel like that about myself if I were to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so normal. It's so normal. We all do this. And so we have to start detaching the meaning that we're making it and realize that it's literally just a word and it is a choice that we're making. And if it's a healthy relationship, then that person is going to be able to honor our decision. Right. Right. I, I um, hear so often, I, I feel like I hear this is when I talk to people and maybe they, they want to say no some, to something, but they feel like they need to say yes. And, and sometimes I, I think people don't need an explanation. You know, you can just say no. <laughs> I'm just, you know, you could just say no, you don't, you know, I think sometimes people spend so much time and energy on the explanation 
what, do, how do I explain all of this to people when we don't really, they don't need an explanation. It's just, that's a different choice you made for that day kind of thing. Exactly. Because you don't owe anyone anything right. really. And so you don't have to offer an explanation. Um, I've seen a lot of those that I've helped um, with time coaching. Um, they'll also feel really guilty if they like schedule an hour for themselves and someone yes. asks and says like, yes. Hey, are you free then? And they say, yes, <laughs> even though they've scheduled an hour for themselves, right. they literally feel like they cannot, um, like in integrity, say that they're busy during that time. Yeah. But it's, it's a whole mindset, like shit. It's just a commitment to yourself, right? Yeah. And I've heard people say, and I love this when people say it, they, they, I have an appointment with myself. I can't make it. I have an appointment with, you know, like they use that as their explanation, but, um, but just, it's okay. That's okay. You know, yeah. you can literally just say, I have other plans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My schedule's booked during that time, but here, like, here's what you can do is you can offer other, other options, right? So it doesn't feel like you're just like closing the door, but if you really genuinely want to be interacting with this person, because you know, sometimes the no is about having good boundaries and maybe it's not a relationship you want to be participating in or an activity and that's okay too. But to say, you know, I have plans during that time, but here, let me pull up my calendar. Here's some other times that would work for me. Yes. And sometimes you can, I sometimes I like batching things together. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe I have two friends I want to connect with. Well, they know each other and we all like to go hiking. So why don't we all go hiking? And then we're getting exercise and fresh air and friendship. And doing that kind of thing, kind of batching relationship time. <laughs> kind of. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's like, it's really about like, how can we make this the easiest on ourselves and the easiest on whoever else, right? Yeah. The worst is like when you're coordinating back and forth for months on end. Yes. Right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I had that just came up recently with a family event and um, a family and friends event. And uh, the person I'm helping plan this, I, I said, we just need to set the date. And then if people can come, awesome. And if they can't, then we'll do something different with them at another time. But if you have so many people and you're going back and forth, it gets so crazy. Just do what's best for you, the person mm -hmm. putting this on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you did that. If I wanted to just free an hour of my time in a week, what's something yeah. I could do like right now to free up a time for an hour? The first thing I would identify with you is a mindset that could anger you oh. about your time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> something that helps you to feel abundant that there's possibility that that could even happen for you, right? So then the second thing that I would do 
is I'd go in and we would look at your schedule together and we'd figure out, okay, is there anything here that's not aligned with my priorities that maybe I could just get rid of? Or maybe there's something that, you know, this really needs to get done, but it doesn't have to get done by me. Right. So I'm going (laughs) to, yeah, I'm going to delegate that out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is another big one that people have trouble doing. Um, and then my, my other favorite strategy is, um, doing, you know, figuring out systems to make things easier, simpler, faster, and really systems are about taking a lot of the load off of your brain Yes, because one of the biggest things that like eats up time is when like indecision and if you have a lot of unprocessed emotions. Right. So yeah, we would like create some systems, figure out like, how can we make this simpler and easier and more fun? And I know for myself, like there's been times where I have felt the overwhelm, but once I put it on paper, it's like, then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, then there's kind of like a little bit off my back, you know, it's okay. Now I can manage this. So now you can break it into pieces or, um, yeah. Like you said, delegate, who else can take this task? Do you do the bullet journaling? I think it's important for people to know that even though I'm a time coach, that it doesn't like these problems are normal for everybody. Yeah. And so I have to practice consistently the things that I help others with. Um, and it's not just like this you know, magical world where it's like, <laughs> it's always easy for me. Yeah. Right. So, um, I love bullet journaling. I think that, um, not only is it really, really great to have a way to organize your journals, because I love that there's like an index and a catalog. So one thing that I love to do is to celebrate, um, past victories and be able to go back and look. And so that's one of my favorite things is like now being like, oh, I can go and actually find it in my journals instead of spending hours like looking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I also just love how there's like, you can get artsy with it if you want to, and you can really um, personalize it. Yeah. Like there's so, like, there's obviously the, the method that, um, I think his name is a writer, uh, created that is wonderful, but then there's all these other people that have built on it and kind of like pick and choose. Yeah. Super fun. My only recommendation though, for anybody who is listening, wants to go try the bullet journal, give yourself a time frame. <laughs> yes, I know. If you're an artist, you could spend hours. You could spend, <laughs> you could spend so many hours. So you could give yourself an hour to pick how you want to do it and just start and <laughs> give yourself, you know, a month to experiment with it and then you can change. But I can yeah, otherwise you'll find yourself down a Pinterest hole. <laughs> totally. And I go, my good, I, 
I haven't done this recently, but I have spent so much time on YouTube, just watching the videos of what everybody does. And it's, mm -hmm. I could just watch those for hours. I think it's so fun to see what everyone's creating. <laughs> have you created for yourself your ideal work schedule? And do you work through that with people? And do you have any suggestions for that? Yeah. So yes, I do this with people a lot and I love helping pre people create their schedules. Um, I've been in an interesting place this past year where I always tended to have like, I guess more of a, you know, structured schedule. Mm -hmm. um, I really like to use like time blocking, especially. Yeah. Um, but this last year or so, I've really been leaning into practicing more flexibility. And so there's been a lot more openness in my schedule yeah. <laughs> and not as much, uh, yeah, where everything is kind of like planned out. And so that's been really fascinating for me to experiment with um, and to see how that can really serve me. Um, without, you know, completely getting rid of, you know, all of my routines and yeah. the things that I love. Right. It's funny. I don't know if that has to do with just the last two years, you know, have been so strange time-wise for everyone, but I too have been, I'm a very like structured. I like my routines. I try to follow them. And then I'm hard on myself when I don't, <laughs> that kind of thing. But, um, I have, and I don't know, probably the last four or five months or so, and it, and it feels really good to me is I have my time kind of like, this is my time in my office, or this is my time for me, but this kind of like broader time. And I do know the things I have to complete, but I'm giving myself a choice to say, you know, what do I want to do today? What inspires me today? What do I feel like doing? Oh my gosh, it's beautiful outside. Maybe I want to go for a walk and then I'll do this tomorrow or giving myself this flexibility, which I've never done before. And it feels amazing. Yeah. But I wonder, like you're, you're saying with the priorities, if just my priorities have shifted, like probably so many of us over the past two years mm -hmm. that I'm giving myself that. Oh, for sure. And I think that, you know, so many of us have put so much pressure on ourselves to be productive yes. that when we try a different strategy, sometimes it can feel really like odd. It's like, oh, wait, I can do it like this. Right. You know, it's like, we want some of us, I'm not going to say all because <laughs> some of us went to, you know, went to public school and, you know, maybe you had a nine to five corporate job before you had your business. I don't know your story, Lori, but there's all these ways that like our schedules have been set up for us. Right. And I think that's why sometimes scheduling can feel so overwhelming is because like externally, a lot of work has been done for us. And so we don't realize that we have the um, authority or the ability or the responsibility where we can really craft things the way that we want them to be. And I think one of the like, strangest things for me growing up in that world was 
oh wait, like I can just decide to go on a walk in the middle of my business day. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, you have all these thoughts come at you. Like I'm wasting time. I'm wasting time. Ah. But as a business owner, it's like, no, actually that's not true. Like I chose to have a business so that I could have ownership over my time, but also those walks, they lift me up emotionally. They make me a better coach. I'm able to process my emotions and that can have like infinite ripple effects. Right. And we're so used to this, like trading hours for dollars. And so starting to think about things a little bit differently and giving yourself permission. Yeah. Everyone out there, you have permission right now. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, and, and sometimes you just need encouragement too, to look around and be like, you know what? There's so many people that have so many different schedules. Yes. It doesn't have to look a certain way. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating now? Like I think about that a lot, how, you know, cause everything, things are like open 24 seven, you know, people are working all these really interesting hours compared to years ago, you know, when I was a child, it's just so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many more capabilities with like, you know, staying at home, working from home, you know, you could be a mom, you could work night shifts, right? Like there's so many different schedules out there. What is nine to five anymore? I don't know. That seems that? So weird to me. <laughs> Doesn't it seem so? I just, I know whenever I hear that now, I'm like nine to five. Does anyone really have a nine to five job anymore? It doesn't seem like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyways, that's like, that's huge with mindset is is being able to acknowledge that there are different ways out there and you can experiment. And really it's important for you to, to do what's aligned with your natural rhythms. Yeah. And I understand that sometimes there are some circumstances where that can feel really hard to do, but just start slow, just start with small steps that you can change right now. And you will be amazed that like, how much that adds up and you'll wake up one day and you'll be like, I love my schedule now. Yeah. I have so much ability to craft my schedule now that I never had before. I think it's really important for people to realize that there are many of us that have legitimate trauma responses. I know that that can be like a big word, but like physiological responses to things that have to do with time. Absolutely. I've never thought of it that way, but I love you brought that up because it's so true. Yeah. And so really like we're retraining our whole bodies, how to like incorporate time differently and that we can have these beautiful, expansive amazing relationships with time where maybe for the longest time, it's just felt really restrictive. Right. And you never felt like you had permission to do anything, but what was like scheduled out. Right. Or 
um, because everybody says, you know, the most inspirational people wake up at 5 a.m. or 4.30 a.m. or whatever. <laughs> and they do like, you know, two hours of meditation and they plan their day out um, the night before. You know, we think that we have to have our schedules that way. Right. Otherwise, we're not going to be successful. That's simply not true. Right. And so I love that, you know, finding an alarm clock that helps you to wake up. You're like, that's honoring your body's rhythms and helps yeah. you to, you know, like <laughs> just start your day off better. Absolutely. So I've been hanging out a lot on Facebook these days. So if you want to just spend more time with me and get my tips, join me at Facebook and Laura will put down in the show notes, all of my information. So you can come and check me out there. The most, the primary way to work with me right now is a six month coaching package. And we spend time together every single week. And I help you with creating those bulletproof mindsets. You can think expansively about your time. And then I help you create systems and strategies personally for you so that you can create 10 plus hours in your week, every week for the rest of your life. <laughs> Love it. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, thank you so much for being here today. I always enjoy our time together. You're so welcome, Lori. Thanks for having me. Make sure to connect with Francesca through the link in the show notes and take control of your time. Please make sure that you're subscribed to our podcast so that you don't miss the next one. And are you someone that wants to live more in alignment with the moon cycle and your purpose? Go to my website and sign up for my moon inspired emails. You can also connect with me and get 25% off the purest and most potent essential oils. Schedule a free session with me on my link tree as well. We will see you soon. Have a blessed and high vibe day.